that all the time though. Listen, come on now. It, 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 shout out to David. David Broom. Okay, I even know your last name, brother. Okay, because I'm a fan. All I'm, right. Well, I'm trying to find him on Instagram. Like I, I want to follow him. Uh, hey, like, look. I'm looking. I'm looking for him. Like real talk. Like really deeply love you. Love love New Orleans. Um, that real was world. The, the best yeah. season of Real World was New Orleans mm-hmm. to me. Honestly, I, that's the one season I can watch on repeat. Yeah. Every other season, no. Yeah. We definitely, definitely, definitely looking. Yes. Looking to find you on. Because. I just want to follow you. You ain't got to talk to him. No, I'm sorry. That was one of the most iconic <laughs> moments of TV mm-hmm. history. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me it's not. Because they this... talk about Toddy for the party. You better what? Talk about Scooby-Doo in Hawaii. <laughs> just, the no. way my boy scattered at the yeah. beginning of that song. I'm like, you know what, man? I'm here for it. Listen, I'm here up. for it. Listen. The, I love it. The way he, the, the man can play the piano. Mm-hmm. I'm sold on it. Sing whatever you want to sing. You can play the piano. I, that's that's a skill yep. set I do not have. I do not have. Not at all. Not musically inclined. Not at all. And and you can and you can hold a note too. Can't do that well either. So <laughs> hey, David, shout out to you, buddy. We we fans of it. All right, keep it up. Keep it up. All right, now let's welcome back to our program. How you feeling, cousin? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Good. All right. Well, this is another episode of the Episodic Podcast, one of the fastest growing in the nation. Shut up and be quiet. We're talking over here where I'm talking with my cousin about stuff we want to talk about. You can follow us, like, share, subscribe all on our social medias, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Spotify, wherever your podcasts are found. You can also interact with us, too, on these um, platforms as well, too, because we gonna talk back. We 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 not gonna just post and forget it. No, you say something, we can say something back to you. Uh, so let's just keep the party going like that. So cousin, I got this question is kind of deep. I I just want to get your opinion on it though. Who is a famous person you would love to talk to? A live, a living person you want to talk to, and a famous person who is no longer with us that you want to talk to. What you got on that? Because my 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 I know my answer a little bit interesting. I already know that. So go ahead, get it. Go ahead, go ahead, say. So the person that I would love to talk to that's no longer here anymore. It's two of them, um, but kind of for the same reason, but different swag. Mm-hmm. Um, would either be Prince or Michael Jackson. Um. Only because I feel like they were two um, artists who were um, authentically themselves, always. And I just would love to hear the conversations about um, their career and and how they made the art that they made. And um, um, I feel like artists have to enjoy life in such a different way than the average person. Um, not that they don't enjoy life. So I would love to hear just the stories. Cause when I um when I see uh clips of uh artists and people just in general that are still alive, I love storytelling. So yeah. I love to hear um, you know, just about certain things and situations um that they were in or they've been through. And um those two because they had such a long career. Yeah. Um <clears throat> a lot of people don't know that. Uh, the Notorious B.I.G. is like my favorite rapper. I just, you know, love him. Um, again, <laughs> because I always talk about the underdog, but I always talk about people that visually 
the world is always saying that you can't, you don't fit the part, you don't fit the mold. So they don't give you a, even an opportunity or chance to show your talent. Right. So um, overweight, being overweight stops everybody from even getting a chance. So for uh, someone to find Big E, hear his music and be like, no, this guy really got it and give him a chance and not based off of what he looks like, but just his talent was one of the reasons why um, I loved listening to his music and um, seeing that, you know, no matter what you look like or whatever circumstances, you can do great things. If that great, you know, greatness is in all of us in different ways. So right. definitely Prince and Michael Jackson because of the span of their careers. I would love, love, love to talk to them and Notorious B.I.G. because he was my favorite. Okay. So that's my per- my people um, that are no longer with us. Okay. I feel you on that. Um, people that I, a person I want to talk to is no longer with us. Um, I mean, I thought about like, you know, historical figures like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. I thought about wanting to have a conversation. I would, I would, I would always love to have a conversation with either one of them. But another person I, I always wanted to talk to who was like famous in that vein, or like the entertainment vein, James Brown. I, he, he got to explain that meme of him popping up with the uh, hair. <laughs> he got to explain us. See what I mean? Imagine having a conversation and you show him that clip that goes, that goes and around. And everybody's like, oh, Everybody's man. using it now. And you be like, James, what, what's, what's up? What's going on? It's, oh, man, it caught me down bad. That's a, but I, I wanted to know, I, will, I will always wanted to know, what was his drive for working so hard mm-hmm. as long as he did? Because James Brown was the motivation for Michael Jackson and Prince. Mm-hmm. He was one of their motivations. So I'm wondering, like, what drove this man? How did, like, what did I, I mean, I watched the James Brown story. I watched the movie. had Chadwick Boseman. He rests in paradise as well. Um, I watched that. And just seeing that, I know the autobiography, autobiographical movie, it told some of the story. But, it, you know, it, 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 it couldn't tell all the story. Just saying, that's, that's why I would love to talk to him when he was, you know, learn about his childhood, what he w- really went through with that, you know, things that experienced him. What was his driving force, mm-hmm. you know, for him to create the music he created right. and, you know, to say for him to perform the way he did? Because, I mean, I'd never seen such a man who was not that big in stature sweat that much. <laughs> I've never seen that before. I'm like, how do you he have that much? It all. I mean, it all. he gave, you can tell he gave mm-hmm. everything he had every single time at every single show. I'm like, man, what what drives you to do that? You know, and Probably what- trying to get all that sodium out of his system. Because <laughs> man, he just looks so greasy. <laughs> That's what we gotta be the he looks so greasy. Trying to work that, that, that sodium out of his system. But I'll, I would love to talk to James Brown just to get his motivation. Like, hey man, what, what inspired you to do that? Why'd you want to sound like this? James was like like Mike, like Prince, and he came before them. Yeah. You know, he was himself. He just authentically he just, himself. You can tell by his words, which are rare to right. get a whole word in. But it, it's it, I don't want to confuse um when we say like famous people. I always when people say famous people I always think celebrity. Um, so someone like um Martin Luther King, I consider them leaders. And I would love, 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 absolutely love. To talk to Malcolm X. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I would love. I tell people all the time, I am more Malcolm, hundred percent, than I am Martin, hundred percent. So because hundred percent, you know, I am not, you know, kumbaya. Let's hold hands. If you do something to me, I want to do something to you back. <laughs> um, so I um, yeah. <laughs> I, really? I would love to just, you know, just to sit and honestly just talk to him. Yeah. And I would love to talk to Martin Luther King as well. Yeah. Um, just they. 
such yeah just you know. just to get the inside and their perspective and i want to talk to al shopton when he was chubby al shopton because i seen this video of this guy like attacking him <laughs> and al didn't play so i would love to talk oh to yeah chunk al, al was no joke no chunk al was no joke right yeah that that that, that al you can get behind mm -hmm. this out this al now I, you, you old now you just walk want to walk all the time like nah we gotta do some more than walk right man, for real uh but yeah definitely feel you on that mm -hmm. Mm, definitely on that. So, who is your famous person that's still alive that you would love to talk to? You really want to know? Yeah, I hope it ain't Booker T. It ain't Booker T. Booker T. But I would want to talk to him though. I want to talk to a lot of them dudes. Mike Tyson. I would I, love listen, to talk to Mike Tyson. I'm trying to go to one of his like motor. I I would tire. I love Michael. Uh, Mike, Tyson. Mike Tyson. I would love to. He makes me I, like I, when I watch some of his stuff. He makes me cry. Like I just so have like this connection to him, and and I can't even explain it. But I love, 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 love Mike. Mike is my 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 person. Um, if you look on my Instagram, I post pictures of him. Yeah, I see, I, I see him. Like yeah, I see the Mike. Post All right. Um, I love Mike so much. Um, I. I think a lot of times people don't really get invested. Yeah. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. But I, I've always been so invested in who he was and his career. Right. And I have like a connection to that. So. I feel you. I feel you. My thing will want to talk to Mike Tyson is because of the simple fact that not only what, what he did as a profession, because when I've been a boxing fan since I was a kid, I mean, we used to watch the fights on when he used to come on regular TV. Mm -hmm. me, and, me and Pop used to watch them when we see Mike Tyson fight on Saturday afternoon. We used to watch that all the time. And one thing that I always wanted to know is what I always wanted to ask Mike Tyson, like, why do you, what's like, why do you get in there? Got why, how do you get in the ring? Prepare, you're going to war. Someone's trying to physically hurt you. And you're, I know you're doing it for money, but money aside, somebody's running in there trying to take your head off. How you going there? How do you mentally prepare yourself for that? For getting punched in the face, because you're going to get punched if you mm -hmm. box. You know, you gotta be prepared for that. And I wanna know what his what his mindset thing is since he did it on a professional level. I always wanna know that. And just talk to him about, you know, just saying like regular life stuff too, because it's a fascinating dude. He's a fascinating individual who's been through a lot and and has, I'm sure, a story to tell you about a lot of stuff that can help you too. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that interests me about Mike Tyson is I just want to talk to him like talk to him as an individual, as a person, not as you know the baddest man on the planet. No, he's still a human being. Still, right. he's still a human. I want to talk to this man just as a human being because, yo, dude, you you fascinating, man. You are a fascinating human being, and I like talking to interesting people. And he seemed like he have a really interesting conversation to have. Have you seen some of them clips? Like, when oh, I was, oh, I've seen all them clips. Oh my goodness, yeah. That stuff is that stuff is amazing, and you can tell like certain people get real intimidated real quick. But you know he's a human being too, right? Right. He's a human being. Right. Like most of us, you want about to talk to you, stupid. I don't say nothing slick to me either. Right. What you mean? <laughs> Come on now. Now I'm not gonna haul off and clock you because I ain't trying to get sued or right. nothing like that. I don't want you pressing charges. But he's still a human being. Talk to the man like he's a human. Don't treat him like oh he's a sideshow. No, he's a human right. being. Talk to the man like he's a human. Then I, I'd be intimidated to talk to him like because Mike still got a punch. Mike will have a punch until he's no so, longer with us. Right, okay, and I right, hope that's a long right. time from now. 
So I'm like, Mike still got a But no, I want to talk to an individual. Him being able to knock my block off, I know that already. <laughs> Me, if I know you can do it already, I have no reason to be scared of it. Okay, I'm not, I'm not scared of what you can do. I already know that. I've I've seen you fight. I've seen you fight. I've seen some clips of you when you're working out relatively reasonably. I don't want to get hit by any of that. But I'm on, I still want to talk to like a human being. And then, yeah, him being able to do that stuff has never intimidated me. I was like, okay, you can punch with like some of the best people on earth. Noted. I'm not gonna get. I, I plan on. I plan on not getting doing anything to get hit by that. But yeah, I just. I would. I would love to just just have a conversation with Mike Tyson. I would love to have a conversation with him. Who was yours? I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed Mike Tyson in a million years. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have. Because I feel like the person I'm about to say is so cliche. Um. It's two people. Okay. Um, but okay, like I I love me some Jay Z. All right, I got Jay-Z. you. So I would love to just sit and have a conversation with Jay Z, just on some, you know, how do I perfect my swag? Because <laughs> I love, I love. That's what I love about Jay Z the most, you know. Yeah. Artist side, but if I could talk to this person, because <laughs> I. I've I've been I've started I'm about to start a campaign. I semi started it earlier All right. this year, but I gotta go full force. I wanna talk to because my hashtag is gonna be I wanna be DJ Khaled. All right. Like I want to talk to him. Yeah. Um I mean, a lot of people don't con- probably don't consider Khaled like a a legend or you know, up there with like the Jay Z's and the Tupac's and Nas and Biggies and stuff, but um, <clears throat> because he doesn't rap or whatever. But I'm just talking career wise, um, all the things he's done in his career, and um, again, not looking the part, mm. um, but having that talent, man. Um, another reason, like even with Jay Z, because um, money aside. People say horrible things about these people all the time. Like they're not, you know, like being human. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they ugly. Oh, they fat. Oh, they this. Oh, they that. But they're so great. You know what I'm saying? And and when it comes to like their careers and and the things that we get to see, not the inside things. So from the outside looking in is the reason why I want to talk to them. Um, Just how, (laughs) and I love Khaled's energy. So because I'm like, I'm a, I'm a real big personality. Like Khaled, like. We the best. God did. You know, I relate to just just exerting that energy just everywhere I go. And it's off-putting to people sometimes. Um, usually the people who it's off-putting to are projecting um their issues onto you or their lack of confidence or self-love or whatever. So just to be around somebody who I know could um in a sense like be a motivate, be a motivation to me, um, and just telling me their story. Um I just love it. And it just feel I just feel like it'll be so fun. It is it, it'll be a good time. You know? It'll be a good time. So, it'll be a real good time. I know I you agree probably didn't expect me to say DJ Khaled, but no, no, I, I, I get it. I get it because no, I don't care what anyone God says. God did. It takes talent to get that into people organized. We the best. It's a... <laughs> you have beautiful. You have to have some degree of talent. You have to to put this stuff together. <laughs> Why do you give me all these Khaled? Khaled, you motivational. Oh. Love, love me some, love me some, Cali. 
but for real though, it takes talent to get people organized like that. That's a talent. A lot of people that put them on a track together people don't even work. People don't know how hard people really be out here working, and I, I don't take no credit from nobody. No, no like, way, man. It really, be people out here really working hard, grinding. Yeah, and, they're doing their thing. You know, people people hate to love it and love to hate it. Yep, they got that right. You absolutely got that right. All right, next topic. <laughs> Your favorite fast food spot. <laughs> Your favorite one. One of them, if you like, you know what? I got to eat this every day of the week. Now, granted, none of it is good every day of the week. We know that, all right? We, we're well aware of that, okay? I, I have I have children, okay? Sometimes I don't feel like cooking, so this is what they eat. But favorite fast food spot, just one. Just one. Off the rip. Off the rip. I'm going to go with the top fast food chain. Scooby-Doo in Hawaii. Um, no, it's <laughs> stuck in my head. Um, I'm going to go with Arby's. Really? I'm going to go with Arby's. Arby's? There's a reason why. What, what, is the, what is the reason why? Okay. So growing up in the projects, shout out to people who made it out. Um, we both did. <laughs> we both did. Um, there was a, a Arby's um, not too far from where we lived. And growing up, um, it was always made to be this um, unachievable place you couldn't eat from because it was so expensive, right? It, so McDonald's was all, was already um, not something we would have in the way that we do nowadays. Like man. nowadays... People see eat more um, out in fast food than they actually do at home and cook. Yeah. Where for us, it really was a treat when we would be. Oh, it was an absolute treat. <laughs> and we talking about back in the day when um, a hamburger was um, thirty nine cent, forty nine mm-hmm. cent for a cheeseburger, and they bought out the combo meals that we all get today and pay you know eight, nine, ten dollars for. When McDonald's first launched their combos, they were three dollars and thirty three cents. They sure were. I never forget it because Uncle Biddy was the first person to buy me and Trishana one. He mm-hmm. um, gave us $3 and we both looked at each other being kids. Like, of course. He needed to give us that 33 cents. <laughs> 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 we, we're a little short like, over here. Like, yeah, that's the first thing we looked at each other and thought like, where are we going to get 33 cents from? Right? <laughs> so you know, we kids, so you know we don't know nothing about the world because we didn't consider tax, right? Yeah, yeah we're so, children. So we're, me and her look at each other like, where are we going to get this 33 cents from? But him being the uncle that he was, he purposely did that. He gave us $3 and we stood there looking at each other, trying to figure it out, just like making eye contact. And he just started laughing. And he was like, um, trying to figure out where we would get that other 33 cents from. We looked at him and he gave us a dollar. He said, you need more than 33 cents because you got to factor in. Right, you got to tax so, on it too. Um, <laughs> so we were just so ecstatic about that. And um, and then he said, y'all want to go to McDonald's? And you know, we lived in Blackwell at the time. Yeah. So, you know, we could walk. Walk to McDonald's. From, you know, we, we walked. So he took us, walked us to McDonald's and, we were so excited and got our little combo, you know, and it was it was everything. And so again, um, living so close to that place and being told that it was so expensive and you know, you couldn't afford to eat there and like it was a delicacy or something. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was like they were serving caviar and lobster and um not, you know, when you're a child, you don't know these things. You just, you know, yeah, you hear oh, they eat marbles, they got money, they rich, whatever, whatever. Um, so so that's the one I'm throwing out only because of the nostalgia of when I was a child feeling like I couldn't afford it or right. I would never experience it because it was so fancy and so high priced 
Then it was like, ah, Arby's. I know. I feel you. They got the meat. They do. I, hey, I, I can always, I can always <laughs> give me a good beef and cheddar. So <laughs> with, I, I ain't with, even knocking. What's with, with your real go-to? Uh, oh, my go-to is it, it has a similar memory too. Um, for me, it's Wendy's. Can't go wrong with a four for four. Yeah, it, it to me is four for four. Four for four. I was gonna say four I had for to, four. You know, I had to put oh the, yeah, put the little curve on it. The four for four <laughs> because Wendy's growing up back in the day, McDonald's was a treat. Mm-hmm. Wendy's was like whoa. We went to Wendy's after church on like a very like special day. You know, it was like an event to go to Wendy's. Wendy's. You know what I mean? You went we're not Sunday's best. You talking about and when, Wendy's. They, when they had them yellow containers? Yes. And the food just was and and, and, them, and them, I don't know what it was, but that Jimmy Bacon cheeseburger used to hit so hard back then. It's because the square. It was the square patty. It, square it had patty, to be the man. square patty. And it's I was like, like the way the dimension is with the circle buns. I don't know together. what it was about that Jimmy Bacon cheeseburger, but tired. That's why you used to get that in the fries. Now, granted, the fries were a lot grosser back in the day. When his fries, fries were, were better when they went when in that his yellow fries container. were nasty. You ain't gonna tell us that the uh, fries. No, you're not. That's what we're not gonna do. Because I'm telling you, people are gonna agree with me. When Wendy's had the yellow container, uh, it was busting. Ain't no way you thinking when I, pref- I prefer their fries now. It is your audacity. I prefer, I prefer their fries now. It is your smug Tyre, I had man. some before I came you, over here. You are wildly outrageous. I am dead serious. I had it some before I got here. Outrageous. <laughs> But uh, I can't do Wendy's fries back in the day. I can't do it. They, they taste like potatoes that won't cook. I'm like, I can't eat this. But but that, that Junior Bacon cheeseburger, I forgot about them fries back in the day. Now I just eat it all. It, it don't matter now. It's whatever. Honorary shout out to Sonic. Hey, Sonic is all right with me. Because shout out to Bo, Larry, Trina, E, all of the juggalos. We used to get sonic we only could get it when we used to go to virginia beach back in the day to see like an icp concert or something yeah because so it we wasn't here only, yet <laughs> only get sonic when we go down there oh we go down there icp road a little later on too y'all if, <laughs> for y'all that don't know oh yeah I, I i we got to talk about that later this ain't this episode but we got to talk about that later I say, just uh, because i know White castle uh, shout out to michigan <sighs> Like hey, yeah. hey, when we talk about that, this might be her whole episode right here talking about that stuff because yeah. I've been trying, I've been wanting to know that for years. Yeah. How did how the travel was about that? I've been wanting to know that for years. Uh, but last thing on our docket for this one is now you can say one crazy travel story you had. Like you went somewhere and things went weird, or you went someplace and just the most random thing happened. Okay. Go ahead. What um, you got? I got some goofy. To goofy-y. piggyback off of me just shouting out White Castle, Michigan, Juggalos, the gathering of the Juggalos. So you know we die hard. Um, and I've been to several gatherings. So this one particular gathering, um, we, we're going, and the first thing that happens is our friend Will He's driving like his 1968 Impala. It's like an old car, oh, but it's a beautiful, like okay. a beautiful car. And he had just gotten a car and he wanted to drive it to um, the gathering. And I think his brakes or something went out. And so we're stuck. We're not even out of Virginia yet at a rest stop trying to figure out um, what we're going to do and how we're going to... Um, make it to the gathering we weren't riding with will but he was like following us yeah 
And so everybody's trying to talk him out of going and going back and, you know, take dropping the car off at home, trying to find another car. But he had a car full of people. So he's like, no, nah, basically, I'm just going, you know, we're going to have to ride it out and see what happens. Um, <laughs> it's not a good thing with no brakes. <laughs> so um, we were riding through the night into the morning. And I can, I think somebody in the car yelled to me that they thought Will was falling asleep because he was kind of, I guess, like what they said, he was scraping like the the guardrail or whatever. Oh, Lord. But I didn't see it because I'm driving. So right. I'm not seeing what they say they saw. So that was like the first thing that happened in that trip. Um, I think, so again, to go back to my personality, um, which I would always use to my advantage, um, we hear all this cheering and we're at the gathering and everybody knows for me, I'm going to find me a spot to be posted up because that's what I do. Yeah. And we're at the main concert area where the stage is and everything. And then off in the distance, it's all like the food trucks and um, the different vendors and everything. So we're sitting up there at the tables and everything. And we hear all this cheering coming on. So we thinking a celebrity is coming through on one of the golf carts. Yeah. Um, but it's somebody's child. God bless her. Because clearly she didn't realize she got parents and people that love her. And she has on no clothes. All she has on is socks and shoes. And they are cheering her on, and I'm just looking. Why are you at her completely like, naked? It. Listen, I why I don't what know why she, what warranted nakedness? I don't know why she was, but that wasn't even like the worst of what I've seen at the gathering. Um, so one, oh, uh, Lord, one story that I can really dig into. Um, they had this thing called the backstage after party. Mm-hmm. So basically, the main stage where all the artists on. Um, they you know they do the concert, so they. They uh, section off the stage and they throw a huge party. Yeah. So all of the celebrities that are at the gathering are up there partying, and then they handpick people to come up there. Mm-hmm. So you got Bone Thugs and Harmony and Tech Nine. And, okay. You know all of these Ice Cube and all these Bone different... Thugs came there. Yes. What? So I'll tell you about that story. Oh, too. oh. What? You know I. Bone Thugs is my favorite group. That's what I'm saying. I said, what? Did you know? I I was there. I'll tell you, I guess I'll save the backstage after party story for another time. Yeah, say that one, please. All right, so how I met Bone Thugs, honey. I have a knack for if I go to a concert, if I go to a show, I just, for some reason, I always meet the celebrity. I always meet the artist. They always want to meet me for some reason. Like, And I'm not saying I like to be cocky. I'm just saying my energy I give off and trying to meet them always makes them willing to meet me. Yeah. So, yeah, because you don't give you give up vibes like, oh, this good I, person, good people. What I, you um, mean? So I grab um Larry's wife, Trina, because we usually were the only two girls. Yeah. And Bo and Larry and them were off doing something. And I'm like, Trina, come walk with me. And she's like, where are we going? I'm like, I don't know. Let's just go walking. So we're walking and we got flashlights and everything. And I and I'm I'm nosy. So that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm nosy. <laughs> so I see these trailers off like so if the stage is here, the main stage, there are trailers like all the way here lined up. And I'm like, what them trailers for? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what are those for? I'm like, come on, Trina, come on. So this time the concert is going on, right? Yeah. So Trina's like, where we going? I'm like, don't matter, just, just follow me. <laughs> so Trina's like, okay, so we walk in. And I see all these like men at the trailer and everything and people all busy walking around. So I, I'm like, hmm. 
I'm gonna get a little bit more curious. Come on, Trina. She's like, okay, but where are we going? She kept saying, where are we going? I'm like, we just, we just, we walking. Like, exploring, you but know? in my mind, I know I'm about to strike gold. Yeah. Out comes Bone Thugs and Harmony. Out comes Twisted. Because they got to get ready to. Perform. Yeah. So this particular night, Bone Thugs and Harmony went on right before Twisted. Okay. And they are walking in secu- with security. And they are literally like maybe four steps in front of us. And I'm like, so Trina's like, she like stops in her tracks, like, oh my God, it's twisted. And I'm like, yeah, no, come on. She's like, she's scared. What do you mean, come on? Like, <laughs> I grab her by her <laughs> So that's what I mean when I say I mean like my personality. She's like, oh my God, it's twisted. So she stops for a second. I'm like, come on. She's like, oh, and I grab her hand. She's like, no, we can't. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna talk to us and they're gonna meet us. And I um and I say, twisted, like boom. And they turn around and look. And I was like, we love y'all so much. Can we get a picture? I can show you my photo album right now. They literally, we are over there with an artist supposed to be. They twisted, stopped and took pictures with her and I. Bone stopped and took pictures with her and I. And we met them right there. And that same night in the backstage um, after party, um, I, I don't I don't look the part, right? Right. Um, so they were trying to pick people to come into, this is after the, the concert yeah. and everything was over. And again, I took Trina and I'm like, come go with me. <laughs> We're going to <laughs> so long, we, long story short, we ended up in the backstage after party, met Tech Nine. She left. I met Tech Nine. I met Alex Abyss. Like, what? Pictures to prove it. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to meet the celebrities. If I don't do nothing else, I'm going to meet the celebrities. Like, I don't know. I'm, I got, I'm a people person, so I don't feel like it's like anything special I'm doing, but. Being a people person really pays off and goes a long way. It and, does. Um, it does. Every celebrity has always treated me with respect and love, except for Zulu. And you weren't even a celebrity. Yeah, you he do. was like a roadie and for a group. <laughs> and he asked to shake my hand and he wiggled his finger in the palm of my hand. I didn't know what that meant at the time. It was weird. Felt like I got molested. <laughs> but I, um, but I did later on, I later on found out what it meant. So yeah. What did it mean? Because I don't know what it means. I'll tell y'all here. All right. X or something like it's something our parents used to do back in the day. That's how I, that's how I found out he was an older guy because I called my mom like some dude. What that mean? Yeah. I called my mama like some dude wiggled his finger in my head like a nasty. She bust out laughing. She's like, so she told me what it meant, and I just was laughing like, what? She was like, I was like, dirty purr. You, you, like, who does that? Wiggle your finger in my finger. You better not ever. Mm-mm. Now, something for me, whew, travel story. My, mine is anywhere, nowhere near as interesting. I can tell you that now because it, <laughs> it don't involve anybody famous or none of that stuff. Mine involves a road trip. Me and my wife went on. We were we were um, dating at the time. We were being married. Mm-hmm. We were dating at the time. We were going to Sandusky, Ohio because, you know, I, I like amusement parks. I like big, big roller coasters, big giant roller coasters. We got a, um, um, a music park in Ohio called Cedar Point. One of the tallest coasts in the world. Of course, I got. Of course, I got to go there. So on our way there, you know, we got to drive all the way up and cut through all them different places or whatever before mm-hmm. we get to Ohio. So we're riding through, and we are lost. <laughs> I'm talking lost. <laughs> talking jeepers creepers. Lost. <laughs> Ty, we was we was in the backwoods of West of uh, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Only thing I seen were mounds, a road, and more mounds. I'm like, I don't even know if this street supposed to be here. But we ride, and I'm like, yo, this is banjo country for real. So we just riding there. 
You're right. We pull up at a gas station that just happened to be like, it was literally gas, like sitting on top of a mountain. We pull up at the gas station. We're in a place called Accident, Maryland. That's the name of the town called Accident, Ooh. Maryland. It's a place, how the town got its name was two unknowing scouts sent out people to survey land back in the 1700s. They sent them out. It's like, oh, okay, go map out this, this much land for me. Those two people met at the same spot by complete accident. And that's why they named the place Accident, Maryland. Oh, okay. That's why they call it Accident, Maryland. And it was a sundown town. Oh. It was a sundown town. We put up at a gas station. The first words out of the person's mouth when I walked in the door, oh, y'all ain't supposed to be around here. I'm like, you got that right. What, what's the quickest <laughs> way I can leave? What is the quickest way I can leave? We got back on the road. Ty, I ain't never, I ain't never fill up so quick and peel out so fast. I'm like, yep. They spotted us before we got out the car. Like, oh, y'all ain't supposed to be right here. Oh, y'all, oh, y'all, y'all lost. Y'all ain't supposed to be right here. You got that right. Cause I don't know, I don't know where here is, mm -hmm. first of all. And it was, it's a section on the map where you can be in Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, Ohio, all, all of it. Why is why is this why, why is this a thing? I hope I never make it there. Don't. I, we got there by accident, the same as them people. We got there. We got there by complete accident, and so did they. That's again. That's my travel story. I told you mine ain't nowhere near interest. Yours I ain't mean nobody famous. No, we just met some, met with some staunch racism, so we had to hurry and leave. It was like, yep, this, I get it. This banjo country boy, they don't welcome out parts around here. Oliver, so. a shout out. I don't. I don't know if I can consider this a travel story or a weird travel story, but. Um, when I was working for U.S. Express driving trucks, um, <laughs> and uh, my trainer, all of four or five hours, decided to fall asleep in the passenger seat while I'm driving. A new student, fresh with a CDL. Oh, no. And we're coming through West Virginia, and it's like two in the morning, so they're deer, and it's fog, and you can't see three feet in front of the truck, and I almost burnt the brakes up coming down the mountain. Cause she was in the passenger seat, oh and um, I'm seeing the signs that I'm going up a mountain. You see the signs that say you know, pull over, check your brakes, and all of that good stuff. And I can't get her attention because she's asleep. Yeah, and she was, you know, not the smartest trainer. Um, I would think when you get a student in a truck, you want to go over to the, the truck, let them get familiar with the truck. You know, this, yeah, is, this is that, none of that. Um. And I'll save all the details about death. Oh, yeah, day. for sure. She, was, she tried me. Her name is Jacqueline, and I'm still looking for her. So, um, uh, yeah, Jackie, you heard that. She, um, <laughs> she got way too comfortable with me so quick. And I'm going up this mountain, and she's asleep. And I'm trying to get her attention, but I can't. And you know the difference between when you're going up a mountain and when you're coming down. Oh, 100%. Oh, my goodness. And, um, Boy, I was smoking them breaks. Tight. It I is. was doing my stab breaking and all that they teach you in school and all of that. And when I finally got down um, the mountain and we were approaching a tow booth, the only reason why she woke up is because I stopped the truck and popped the air brakes. And she waits like, what you stopping the truck for? You don't even know what you I don't, you, don't, you don't know what happened. You don't right. Happened. And you worried about why I'm stopping the truck. We could have, girl, I could have killed you and myself. So we, we could have fell off um, this rock, okay? Yeah, that's an honorary mention on some weird, crazy stuff that happened to me. 
Um, shout out to all my truck driving friends. Shout yes. out to Black Truckers. We respect all our truckers, all our Black truckers. They are the true steppers. Yes. Um, they get it done. They are the ones that's really moving this country. So shout out to y'all. Yes, y'all get it done day in and day out. Without y'all, we ain't we ain't got much of nothing. So yeah, y'all keep doing what you do. Do what you got to do to get more money, get higher wages, get better treatment on your job. You deserve it. Don't let nobody right. tell you nothing different. And if they tell you something different, that means they're making too much money off of you. And they want to keep you broke. Oh, no. Don't listen. My BCI people own their trucks. That's right. The men and the women. And shout Ownership. Out to Ownership. They ain't, no, they ain't nobody's employee. Ownership. They, they are the boss. And shout out to the and shout out to the ones that work for the company. If you work for well. the company, that work for we the company. I love for you too. Do your thing. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I, but, I have so much respect for them guys. They absolutely, guys and girls. I have so much respect for them. Absolutely, because yeah, it, it's it's a tough job. It's mm -hmm. a tough job, and I got number of respect for people. Shout out to the guy that had the trench coat on and nothing on up under it to try to sell me uh, uh antenna at the truck stop and my trainer um <laughs> chased them off. An <laughs> <laughs> antenna? No, what, what, what antenna? That's when I learned that truck drivers too can be crackheads. Why? Why you? You you got to be on some. I got this antenna for you. I'm sorry, it's an answer. It's the trench coat with nothing on for me. That's what I'm saying. Like you just mm -hmm. got a cold antenna. What do you have to? What are you doing? Going, we were we were getting fuel, so he was going from truck to truck to truck, trying to sell antenna. Like the seasoned truckers knew knew it was up, and they was running them off. My uh, trainer was still in the store. We were getting like uh, lunch or something, and I had already had like my subway in my hand or whatever and i was going back out to the truck mm -hmm. and um <laughs> before i could climb in the truck the guy stopped me and i'm new i'm a student you don't trainer. know so you yeah he's standing there talking to me and my trainer come out and get the cussing and um mm, fussing and run yeah, off and i had this particular trainer i had because this was after the um chick jacqueline i had um a man a male trucker uh truck driver that was my trainer i was called i called him mountain man because he was like six foot six but his when he wore his shorts they look like Daisy of course they did because you're a big he was dude. So, tall. so yeah. Craziness. Oh yeah. I know I know you got some trucking stories too because that I do. I know you got some of those. I do. They scared me right up out the profession. Top. <laughs> <laughs> scared me right up out the profession. Uh, like, listen. Uh, I wish I would have known, you know, like all the people that are in BCI yeah. at the time because I would have flourished in that field. Had I, hey, you know, know, had I known those truck drivers and not right. the ones they put me with, I got you. But you know what? Shame yeah. on you, U.S. Express, mm -hmm, for not doing right. But guess what, though, is your loss. That's what that is. That's right. All right, y'all. It's been another episode of us being us. Love y'all. We will see you on the next go around again. Follow on all social media, like, share, subscribe, get a podcast, and listen. Even just got on this background noise. Listen to it. We talking about stuff. All right, y'all. Peace.